What is up guys good evening slash good morning depending on where you guys are so today we're going to be going through our second episode of pariah nation as usual the main goal of this podcast is to tackle the main issues that are facing the youth in this day and age and today we're going to look at the effect of dopamine and what do i mean by dopamine so for those who don't know what dopamine is it's a chemical in your brain brain that's secreted when uh, you engage in something that's pleasurable. So let's say you're playing a video game or um, in some cases, as we'll be talking about today, um, smoking something um, that you know makes you feel good, then the chemical dopamine is released and in turn that actually makes you want that particular activity or that certain thing even more. Sometimes you can even get it when eating McDonald's for those who actually love that. I mean, I know I do, but um, it's obviously... Um, the skills vary depending on what you're taking slash what you're doing. Um, so without further ado, I mean, let's get straight into the episode. Just giving you guys a bit of an outline of what we'll be doing today. And <clears throat> the main topics that we'll be touching on today are social media. We're going to be talking a lot about pornography and excessive alcohol. And the last part of the podcast will be focusing on recreational drugs. And of course, I'll be tackling the the main question that's been facing society today about whether or not it should actually be legalized something like marijuana for example and to what extent that actually affects us so let's actually get into it and um, we're going to start off with social media and um, I just want to start off by saying that social media in in this podcast I'm not going to argue that it's either good or bad but I just want to briefly say that social media is something that is of immense value to us but it can also be of immense detriment to us like we need to use it in a very productive way depending on how and when we use it so social media um as usual we have new apps that are coming in every single day like nowadays we have apps like tiktok um for uh, what people might say the younger teens and we've had facebook that is more like an older generational um app we have snapchat and we have instagram um, but all of these things kind of share one thing together. And in my opinion, that is the idea of connecting people and engaging with each other. So what exactly happens in these apps? So, of course, you can message people, you can post content um, for companies, you can market different things. But generally, it's just what I think social media has actually turned into is a popularity contest, essentially. And a lot of the times, the reason why social media correlates with a lot of depression in a lot of people is because not of the not of the way it's being used per se, but the way it's being perceived uh, and uh, being received, and also sometimes the way it's being used. Let me cut a bit more into that, like deeply. So, if you look at the filters, for example, um, I'm not seeing filters 
are inherently a bad thing um because some filters are just generally funny like you'll go on snapchat you see the puppy filter that's something that's cute it's something that's joyous uh some people just use it because it's fun right there's no implications there or at least i don't think there is any like huge implications there but the filters that i'm referring to are the filters such as the bronzing filter and the certain filters that can remove your pimples and everything and it kind of just puts forward the the idea that um for me on camera i kind of have to look good i'm not saying it's a bad thing some people just feel more comfortable i mean like do whatever makes you feel comfortable but um i'm kind of like in a stuck position here when i'm talking about it because when it comes to um when it comes to filters in particular i think that a lot of the times it creates this idea that if you're not looking like what's on the filter then you're not presentable to look like that on camera let alone in real life so just we need to think more about the role of small things such as filters especially in a day and age where a lot of people are becoming very self-conscious about the way they look and just just so you guys know like i think that regardless of how you look on camera whether you have pimples or not because i know i have acne hashtag acne squad right um if you have acne or anything that's on your face that you think is going to make you look worse on camera like my advice is probably just to ignore it and like obviously um like pimples might not be a pleasant thing in terms of like how they feel when they're on your face but it shouldn't make you think that okay i'm not presentable on camera because that's just going to make you self-conscious about yourself and arguably it's, it makes you less accepting of who you actually are so i think that's something that definitely needs to be challenged and um the second part is materialism especially through likes and a lot of the things that are being posted on social media so i mean i've just i just joined tiktok a couple of days ago um and while i was sifting through i noticed that a lot of people um are trying to gain i mean fame is not really materialistic but it's something that has become a norm in social media so on apps especially like tiktok or even snapchat or youtube or anything a lot of people um are starting to materialize things more and value more material items more because usually with fame comes that money right and we end up with people getting on social media not to share what that that like it's actually in their heart but they're sharing what they think looks cool on social media and like in many ways this can i mean in some in some senses it can breed new trends so by all means like that's that that's a good thing but in other senses it also breeds a very toxic mentality if you're if you're looking at materialism through the lens of um for example uh the Kylie Jenner lip challenge challenge yeah wow can't speak english today <laughs> um the Kylie Jenner lip challenge like it was it was funny for a lot of people but people don't actually focus on the fact that people got hurt you know? like i know it was really funny for a lot of people and um at the end of the day it's people like okay this is a new trend so why not let me try it so you get people that are actually hungrier for the fame and they're hungry, like the hungrier for the likes and everything on social media to the point where they they can actually go to the point of hurting themselves you see people doing all kinds of dumb things like like i see some vines where people just walk into stores and they're being all kinds of disruptive and it's it's like it can be funny if you know the store owner but sometimes people just want to get on with their life so like i'm just going to pose a question to you guys because i'm not trying to shove any opinions down your throat it's like how far are you willing to go to please someone that you've never seen or heard of before like for their 
sort of approval. Like I think that's a huge problem that we need to get away with, um, get yeah, get done away with in this generation. And like the third and or the second last one actually is gonna be, it's 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 an easy way to feel as I said approved. I mean, you see likes on your Instagram and you're like, oh my god, I just got a hundred likes. Or if someone has thousands and thousands of followers, you're kind of caught up in this idea that I I want to feel approved by that many people. But I I argue that if you're able to feel approved in terms of within yourself, that you won't need to arguably. Um, need that many followers it's better to have a lot of true followers rather than fake people who will just leave you when you start posting things that aren't in as as some people would so say um so yeah just going on um from that like when people are on that path you just find that a lot of them uh start engaging in things that might of course um gain more creativity like for them for example like I don't know, like, there's a lot of trends that have happened in the past. Like, the dab was a whole trend. The whole idea of um, Damn Daniel, like, that was a whole trend. And it was creative. It was funny. Like, it's a good way to share, like, share entertainment. And then there's also toxic creativity where um, if some of you have watched Black Mirror and um, there's some episodes where, like, they're rating people and um, essentially you get a rating on your personality on social media based on the kind of person you are so some people have actually done that and um it it's i mean i was just talking to my sister um some time back and uh, she was telling me about how um some k-pop artists especially due to first of all mainstream media and social media influences have taken their own lives because um they've been pushed through the system and have been pressured to conform by either the companies or the people who are actually sitting in their shows so um, again, I push it to the floor and say that honestly, I don't think that social media is a good or a bad thing, but just like a knife, you can either use it to cut vegetables or you can use it to cut people. And that's up to you. Just be be aware of the position that you're putting yourself in when you're behind the screen and no one can see you. It doesn't give you any more power. Just imagine as if you were in front of that person and actually talking to them. Um, so that's going to move us away from from social media or do i have anything <laughs> left to say um there's i mean you can definitely find studies online um uh, i'm just reading the independent here and a lot of it, it it's actually been proven that a lot of cases of um facebook uh the more you use facebook sometimes people just get what's called like envy like facebook envy where they see lots of people's lives and they tend to lack the gratitude in their their own life because they they see people in these like uh, amazing cars and everything and um, they're constantly being bombarded by that and they keep saying I wish I wish I wish um, and in that case it could be one of two ways it's like someone flaunting that on social media and telling you that this is the way to happiness is probably not going to be first of all the truth second of all it's not going to be helpful to the people um, who don't have that because it creates the impression that you have to have materialistic items to be happy so if you can just search through those studies guys it's really interesting when, what you'll find that social media has actually had a really adverse effect on society as it stands today but again we can change that and we as the youth have the power to change that you just have to really focus on why you're using social media how you're using it and where you're using it as well so we're going to move on to the next section of our podcast and we're going to be talking about a huge 
huge topic um so pornography right this is a huge taboo in society not a lot of people talk about it especially when it comes to um sex ed classes um i know in my school we never really talked about it um it's just kind of that thing that people haven't chosen to realize but i mean there's some interesting facts that um in countries like the uk and the us where um there's a large amount of access to internet and that's pretty much almost everyone in the world nowadays um but 90% of all teens under the age of 18 have watched porn at least once in the past month and 10% of them in the states end up having pornography addiction uh but yeah generally i think that um the topic is something that's usually avoided not just by schools but parents too so it's kind of like an avoided topic especially for young boys um i know it's very um i think the stats go 54% of uh, all women in the states have watched um pornography at least once before they were 18 um so obviously it's something dangerous um in the uk is considering having a porn ban for all people that are under the age of 18 so what does porn actually do to your mind the thing is the amounts of dopamine that porn releases in your brain is incredibly high right so um there are some people or some scientists actually are not just people but like really esteemed scientists that have actually come forward and said that because this is actually linked with the natural process which is sex right the amount of dopamine that's going to be released is significantly higher and that means that if you're trying to stop watching porn then it becomes almost as hard for them to quit crack right so i mean it sounds kind of crazy but there are stories out there and some people that you might know that are actually facing this and um i mean of course my advice to those people who are going and listening like or who will hear this podcast at some point in the future is just you have to really talk to someone about it and if you're not able to stop it by yourself just really find a way to talk to someone about it and start just slowly by slowly trying to get rid of that because it does a couple of things that I'm going to tackle over here and uh just push forward but it isn't really healthy for your mind because mainstream pornography promotes a lot of violence against women so um there's a I'm not sure if the statistic is correct but I when I was doing my research for the podcast um a lot of people that have actually watched pornography before they're more likely to commit um sexual assault crimes or rape crimes indeed because it's kind of now subconsciously wired into your brain that um women are meant to be submissive and um you're just supposed to use them for sex um which is the idea that porn is subconsciously pushing through to a lot of its viewers right and that's billions and billions of people at this stage because they're making so much money out of sorry that was an alarm guys um and the other one has to be um it creates a lot of incorrect perceptions about sex so you go into sex ed and you actually get true perceptions of what sex is actually like but it also makes people extremely uh bodily conscious because for example some boys literally worry about their penis size even though it does not matter at all as to your performance in sex or it should not really matter in terms of a relationship depending on what kind of relationship that you're in but porn is actually pushing through these things uh whether it's through products or through certain videos that's actually happening so you get really unrealistic expectations about what sex should actually be like and also about looks especially for the guys and girls that are watching it uh you get really really 
depressed in terms of thinking that I have to look like that in order to be affirmed in society. So, I mean, like, the idea of pornography being something that's currently central and it's really being more accepted as generations go by um, is something that's worrying because if you wire your brain to 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 get like if you wire your brain or attach it to this short-term happiness then i argue that in the end you're probably not going to be as happy as you think because it's just a small term relief to your actual pain that you're dealing with um so that's gonna wrap it up for porn and we're gonna head off to excessive alcohol right so there's a really really heavy drinking culture and like it's not just back home like where like in kenya for example it's not just in kenya uh but i've experienced it here in the uk i've experienced it in the states but even underage drinking is a huge thing when it comes to when it comes to youth right so what are the potential problems with um excessive drinking my my first question is like when you're drinking right if you are drinking uh, which is a lot of the the youth currently it's like why what are you drinking for right that's um just think about the way you're thinking like um it's called metacognition like you just have to really dig deep and think why am i doing this so if the answer to your question is like i want to forget my problems it's probably going to end up being something that's not going to help you forget your problems but it's just going to postpone them right and perhaps maybe even add more problems right so like it's gotten to the point where when someone gets alcohol poisoning it's something that's normalized and it's not exactly like normal it shouldn't be normal it shouldn't be normal for you to get alcohol poisoning on a night out and people are just like cool with it and like oh you know laugh about it and stuff like i understand that obviously when you're 18 and you're sent off to university and you know like your parents have just kind of let you off the leash for some people like experience kind of taught them the hard way but i think that all of this just needs to be talked about by parents way in advance because you the moment that you're let off the leash you just want to experiment things like i've seen it happen here um in uni where people just absolutely just get totally drunk and end up vomiting all over the place and like it's not a pretty sight but i feel like if we if we're able to at least get the youth involved in these conversations about alcohol before they turn 18 it's probably going to end up in more responsible drinking and possibly for other people um it'll probably the the cases of drink driving might actually decrease uh because a lot of people just aren't quite accustomed to that when you're 18 and you've not even heard the word alcohol mentioned in your house so i mean like what are the main causes of this um is peer pressure like well, that's one of the main causes like when you're underage drinking it becomes a culture where it's like yeah you need to drink more you need to drink more you need to drink more and like just generally it won't be as healthy for you um just generally speaking like this is why a lot of um football players for example ronaldo does not drink at all um because he he just wants to optimize that body right um so he can play football and of course stay on top and of course like if you guys are drinking i'm not saying it's a totally bad thing if that's within your value scope then go for it i'm just saying drink responsibly and don't necessarily drink to get drunk because that that's when you need to start cutting deep and ask myself why i'm pros- why am i doing this like it's probably a very poor way to deal with your emotions by if you're seeking to drown them out with alcohol because you get it becomes 
something you're dependent on rather than for example health theories to actually release the pain that's within you which is probably through journaling for some people it's meditation for some people it's making music for some people it's listening to music so i urge you instead of thinking or having the perception that i'm going to drink until i'm totally drunk right uh just to sort out my problems to actually look back at the root causes of those problems and ask yourself what can i do to actually solve them what i what do i love that can actually make me feel gratified not just in the 5 10 minutes that i'm actually drunk or the whole night where i was totally drunk because i blacked out during the night like just think about it long term and see what can actually fulfill me instead of something that takes away from me in my opinion so um we're going to move into the last part of our podcast over here and this one is more or less it's it's an iffy topic for me because um there's a lot of people that that propose um that recreational drugs should should be pushed forward and should be totally accepted in society um but i would argue against that quite heavily just again going back to the same point like if we took it if we look at marijuana as a case study then i suppose we'll be able to see that the first thing people will say is that it doesn't make you addicted right but my main argument is that not about the addiction itself right but it's it's telling me like what's the mindset that you're using right when you're using that drug like why would you want to do it it's like why would you need something that takes you to a like takes you to a higher place where you have almost no control of what you're doing and you for some people like they get indica which is really strong marijuana and that makes you hallucinate i hear so just asking yourself like what's the whole point of this is like i think that if you're if you're willing to engage in recreational drugs then it goes back to the same thing again and again and jekyll mentions it in his album kod is that like yeah like in life there's many ways to like deal with pain it's just like you have to choose productive ways to deal with that um so in my opinion do i think it should be legalized no mainly because of that like you're probably dealing with some of the pain and also the second thing that applies to all these different things which is social media pornography uh we have excessive consumption of alcohol and recreational drugs is that they all kind of wire your brain to believe in short term goals it's like um if you're able to get that like that's enough for you to be happy for this second and like you're constantly craving for that because you think that the more that you get of it that the more it's going to sustain you because the more likes you get the more happy you're going to get and you want that happiness obviously to obviously to last forever and as time goes on you'll actually find that that happiness will kind of go in peaks so just be cognizant of what you're doing when you're engaging in all of these activities which are of course giving you that instant gratification i'm not saying don't do them right except of course if it's starting to harm you right but generally just gauge why and ask the question why am i doing this what is the purpose for me doing this right and without further ado guys i'm just going to head into the conclusion right um we've talked about those four areas of the society and how they affect the youth so i want us just to go back <clears throat> through all of them and i want you guys to take away from this podcast and just listen through and if you need to listen through it again and research more on these topics but 
be cognizant when you're on social media guys you don't know the power of your words on social media and i would urge you not to push the idea that you need to be famous to be happy right if there's one thing one principle that i always follow it's like just track back why you're doing something right so you should never chase money because you're just chasing money and it feels good to have it right you have to chase money because it does something for you right so if i were to chase money i know myself it's because i'd want to give it um first of all um i'd want to be able to live a comfortable life with a family right that's the number one priority in the moment that you have a lot of disposable income that's when you start giving like that's what our society is actually living for i think in my opinion and over time things will actually get better if everyone had a mindset where they were not chasing money for the sake of having it just for themselves but for the sake of also giving it to others right and just enriching the society through that then on the second thing in relation to pornography this is just a huge taboo and obviously it's a huge corporation like um i think pornhub has it's, it's like a billion dollar company and you can't just shut down a company like that because it's worldwide and um obviously like there's a lot of people that have been caught into that but it 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 becomes very sad when people become slaves to their phones and i'm not look talking down to those people because i i know some of these people who have been affected by this and i just urge people to just tackle these things head on and realize that where there's a problem there's a problem and there's no two ways about it and just generally we need to find really good ways of coping with pain and of course incorporating both instant gratification and delayed gratification into our lives we need to make sure that when we're living life there's time for of course delaying gratification let's say you work really hard to start your own business and at the end it's end of it's a really successful business you might delay gratification for up to 3 years for that 5 years for that maybe for some people it's even 10 years for that right so just think about these things right um <clears throat> before you start getting caught up in an endless chase for happiness in short term things cuz that never ever lasts and i can tell you that for free um and of course i'm not coming here like i'm some like priest or you know some imam to come and tell you guys that i'm the perfect person um and i know how to explain this better than anyone else like everyone goes through their general stuff i'm just a voice out there that i feel i need to share with society what my view is on this because it's something that's just constantly being sifted over and people are just going about their day and not realizing the power of all of these different things whether it's social media whether it's drugs whether it's pornography whether it's alcohol itself it's all these different things come together to shape your life and as someone who's young i think that you need to be more thoughtful about what you engage with especially at such an age and um that's going to actually wrap it up for this episode today and i just want to thank everyone for listening in of course if you missed the last episode i'll be sending out a link momentarily you can actually just go to mixler.com/pariah-nation that's mixler.com/pariah-nation @nation and of course you go to showreel that's where you're going to find all of my other shows so thank you guys i'll catch you next week and if you guys missed the podcast i'm going to release the link shortly so have a good night guys